So to start off with, what is going on with pasta in New Jersey? This is more of a joke than anything else, but it looks like a whole bunch of dry pasta was left on the side of the road in a New, in a New Jersey stream, and that pasta became wet as a result of the rain and the weather. It's estimated to be about 500 pounds of pasta, and nobody knows where that pasta came from. But the craziest thing we saw this week was the uh, uptick in, in stocks. What Yahoo Finance is calling a stock rally. We're seeing jumps in various stocks. They're reporting May 5th by Reuters. U.S. stocks gained on Feb uh, Friday, lifted by strong results from Apple and rebounding shares of regional banks, while a stronger-than-expected jobs report eased worries of imminent economic downturn. So as a result, people think the economy is doing well or it's going to be doing better. And so they're starting to get back into the stock market, which is causing everything to lift up. We saw increases in Apple stock especially, but also the S&P 500 kind of floated by the idea that um, Apple specifically was able to break records in their iPhone sales, which people thought wasn't going to be the case in tech for a while. So seeing that rebound is really sparking a lot more interest in the stock market and tech companies specifically, and we're seeing that rebound increase dramatically. And that's in the face of the Federal Reserve increasing interest rates by 25 points once again. So the Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates. Reported here by CNBC, the Federal Reserve rate was at 5%, now it's at 5.25%. So what that means for us is that the amount of money the banks can borrow from the Federal Reserve at a rate of 5.25% means that they have to increase their interest rates when lending that money to us. And as a result, we're seeing increases in mortgage costs, credit cards, any kind of loan that you can think of is starting to is increasing at a pretty rapid rate and people are starting to feel that. The Federal Reserve made the Federal Reserve Chairman uh, Jerome Powell made no real indication that this was going to slow down anytime soon. We've talked on this channel several times about the fact that the Federal Reserve keeps raising interest rates and they keep saying, we're going to do this until we see some kind of economic pain. And they raised interest rates and the jobs report looks good and the stock market rallied. We're not really seeing that economic pain that Jerome Powell is talking about. He said here, it will take some time. And in that world, if that forecast is broadly right, it would not be appropriate to cut rates, and we won't cut rates, he said. The Federal Reserve meets every six weeks to discuss rise, raising the interest rates, and so we see these increases every once in a while, every six weeks or so, some, some little bit of raise at a time. And we've seen that since, like, May of 2022. So it's been almost an entire year now of slow uh, creeping interest rate increases. And what the Federal Reserve is hoping to see is a tightening down in the economy. Right now, there's way too much cash floating around, and by raising interest rates, the hope is that we can reduce the amount of cash by making cash more expensive, essentially. And to this point, we haven't really seen anything to indicate that this is working so far, and until we see some sort of indication that this works, these interest rates will continue to rise. People are speculating that at some point we'll hit a recession. Hopefully, it's a soft recession and not a huge one like we predicted early on, but if it's a soft recession, we should see interest rates start to tick back down. Um, right now, the experts, and I put that in air quotes because because they haven't been right you know, in large amounts so far, are saying that we should see that sometime in September, which means we should see rates start to drop sometime next winter. Hopefully that's true. But what we do know is that the First Republic Bank collapsed earlier this week, and J.P. Morgan Chase was sort of helped out by the government to purchase it in order to kind of contain the damage caused by this collapse. 
This is a huge bank collapse following the collapses of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Banks earlier in March. And this is actually the biggest bank to have failed to this point. What's happening is that banks are not particularly solvent. They take the cash and they put it in things where it's difficult to get the cash out. And one of the things they put it into is long-term bonds. Now, bonds, when kept to their finishing date, will pay out a percentage rate that's really consistent because it comes from the United States government. So the argument is, well, the government could just print money if it needed to, and we don't have to really worry about those bonds. The problem is now that interest rates are going up, you can't sell a bond to somebody else in order to try and get a discount if other bonds are being offered at a much higher rate. So the example would be if I bought a bond for about 2% return and then bonds came out with a 5% return, why would you buy my bond from me even at a lower rate, like 1.5% or 1%, and I take the hit on that, if you can just go out and get a bond at like 4 or 5%? And the answer is you wouldn't. And so banks are not able to move these bonds in order to become solvent, and as a result, they're putting themselves in a really risky situation. When the customers of those banks start to notice that something's wrong, and they're seeing issues with these banks in terms of stock prices. So like we saw the First Republic Bank stock price start to collapse. We're now seeing uh, PacWest Bancorp Bank starting to plunge and people get nervous and they go start withdrawing their money. Well, at a certain point, the bank no longer has cash in order to give to people and has to start telling people we don't have any we don't have any cash to give you. And then that's when the stocks really plunge as we're seeing poor management in the banks overall. And I don't personally think that we're at the end of this. I think we have more banks to collapse before this is all over. And I think part of it is the fact that the rising interest rates is making it hard for banks to predict what's happening in the future. Then to top that all off, we just talked about how safe it was to buy bonds because the United States government backs them up because they could just print unlimited amounts of money, except for that they can't. It turns out that there's a debt limit and Congress is not able to spend above this debt limit until they get back together in order to raise the debt limit. So every couple of years, every year, depending on what that debt limit looks like, they get together to decide, huh, this debt limit's gotta be a little bit higher. And it's been done 78 times to this point, almost kind of making you wonder why the debt limit exists at all, if we're just gonna continue to raise it. And if the debt limit isn't raised, the people who are going to feel it the most are probably the people who aren't going to be collecting their paychecks, like Social Security, Medicare, military salaries, even interest on the debt. Although I don't actually believe that one. I think that if it came down to it, the government would have to pay the interest on the debt using actual tax revenue. But they're making the claim that we will default and that will destroy the credibility of the United States if we don't actually raise this debt limit. And at some point, I feel like we got to get to the, uh, the equilibrium of... Maybe not spending too much. Maybe uh, the people in Congress need to start watching the Wealthy Idiot Show so that they understand how to save, not take out debt, and to be able to invest over the long term. Maybe start sending them videos. <laughs> Another big news report was that the U.S. labor market booms in April, adding 253,000 jobs. So despite the fact that we keep raising interest rates and we're hoping to see some sort of recession, jobs keep getting created, which is outstanding except that that's not really our goal. So what is happening here? Well, the unemployment rate is at a pretty much all-time low of 3.4%. I mean, it says here a historically low level. It's pretty close to the lowest level it's ever been. But if you kind of zoom out a little bit, you can see that that's not the full picture. 
It even points out in this article, without really going into detail, that the labor force participation rate, or the share of workers employed or looking for work, is held at 62.6%. So that would make you wonder, what was the labor participation rate before? Because as it turns out, when we're calculating um, unemployment rate, we're not including people who have just stopped looking for jobs altogether. So if Billy decides he's done working, he's going to live in his mom's basement and play video games, that person is no longer counted. Well, how many of those people do we not count? Hopping over to the uh, economic research, the St. Louis Fed, the Federal Reserve, um, we could see that before the pandemic, we were at about 63.3% in labor participation. And although it's been climbing since the, uh, the pandemic, we're at about 626 now, that doesn't seem like a significant difference. It's a difference of about 0.7%, so not even one whole percent. When you consider the overall population of the United States, that number comes out to be about 2.5 million people have just decided to quit working. So we added 250,000 new jobs, which is outstanding, but 2.5 working people are no longer working, making it look a little worse in the overall picture than what they're trying to uh, portray here for us. This may or may not be good news, as the Federal Reserve is looking for some information to indicate that their restrictions are kind of holding something down. Um, if the unemployment rate is low, but the market participation rate is still low, maybe that indicates that our economy isn't bouncing back as, as fast as we expected it to, which might mean that they'll stop increasing interest rates at some point, but only time will tell. Music. 